Just Curious. Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is That's a Crime. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We are back for another crime. Yeah, it's sort of bittersweet because on one hand we have a, a new crime. On the other hand, we're back again. So it's like a horrible crime, but we're back. So it's like good and bad. Good and bad. Good and bad. Yes, we have been gone for a little while. I want to update our fans because we dropped an episode. It's been a while now. Right when I was moving into this new home, moving states, not an easy thing. Somehow I've done it too much in the last few years, but I'm now staying put. But we were getting settled. The house was under construction while we were doing that episode, literally. The top two floors, wood floors, paint. And then I also went off and ran a film festival in a nearby city-state. I live in Rhode Island. We were in Mystic connecticut which is very close mystic and stonington was running the film festival getting back to some sort of normalcy and we did jump into cobra kai a few weeks ago because that show has a different timeline so we haven't talked to our fans so we didn't abandon the show (laughs) but it was an unscheduled break and it was something that was killing me inside like we got to get back we got to get back well i have my studio set up you can see the crime logo behind us that's a crime looking pretty spiffy there yes so we're back at it, and we come out with a more horrific crime and not a fun crime. Yeah, and uh, no, no, no. sometimes it's just the way it goes. But before we get into that crime, we have some other good news for our Just Curious Media fans and anybody who supports this show or any other Just Curious Media show. And that is we've launched a new show. And that was another reason of the delay. We've launched another new show, and that is Doggone. And I know that you were actually on the opening episode, the pilot episode, the first episode, as you usually are with new launches. But I'm super excited to launch this show. It was one of the first shows that was on my hit list, my development hit list back in 2019. Sure, yeah. And now was the time. So the first episode is out there. And it's really special. It's obviously about losing your dog and celebrating their memory and the first episode is me celebrating my dog who recently passed away nico and telling his story and dealing with just grief and not being afraid to talk about loss and uh, you were there for me and it was a great episode and i'm excited to do many more with other people yeah sure well fine i'm already getting the boot out of uh dog Hana. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? This is one of those things where you've been talking about Doggone for a while. You've been wanting to launch mm-hmm. it for a while. And then dear Nico passed away. And unfortunately, what it was one of those, well, what better, wor- better or worse, depends on how you look at it. What better time to do it than right now when the host's dog passes away? There you are. You are the first guest, as I say. You're the first guest of your own show. Yeah. Yes, that was unexpected. He got sick out of nowhere, super healthy, young. And after I dealt with all that, still dealing with a lot of that. But I thought there's no better time to honor him than now. And that was the hardest thing to do is prepping for that episode. It was We recorded it two weeks after his passing. And I released it six months later because I had to go back into post and moving. It was the right time. But please check that out. It's also on the justcuriousmedia.com, that website, along with all of our other shows. And um, yeah, and so now that's it. That's the good stuff. Super exciting. So thank you for letting us plug that away. And now, so we can jump into the crime. 
And today we are breaking down the true crime story of woman calls 911 with Apple Watch before being buried alive in 2022. You have an Apple Watch. You're wearing one now. Just in case. Yeah, exactly. I don't have an Apple Watch. What if I get buried alive? We got to get you an Apple Watch. I do. So I came across this story. The headline grabbed me right away. I, this actually came out a, few, a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh my gosh, tell me more. What is this insanity? And it goes crazier than the, than the headline. So I, I think this could be a movie or at least the makings of a movie. Uh, tragic, but I'm going to save what happens, obviously, as we delve into it. But really interesting. I know you hadn't even heard about this until you read the notes just you know a few minutes ago. Yeah, only recently. But you know, you mentioned movies. And one thing I say, and, and I've, been, I've noticed I've been saying this recently as a horror fan. I'm a horror fan. I, I like horror movies. I watch horror movies. My family watch horror movies, you know. Um, but the scariest horror movies are the movies where that situation could happen, where that could happen. Oh, yeah. Those are the scariest. I'm not afraid of people's heads spinning around. Supernatural. And, and dreams with uh, bladed gloves. No. I, I watch them, yes, but it doesn't scare me. This yeah. stuff, this is the scary stuff. Agreed. Agreed. But before we jump into this crime, a word from our sponsor. Let's do it. Support for That's a Crime is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming and offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, and with this exclusive offer, you'll get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code That's a Crime at manscaped.com. All right, perfect. Okay, so on October 16th of 2022, very recently, very recent, young Sook Ann, a 42 year old woman from Lacey, Washington, was allegedly bound and gagged by her estranged 53 year old husband and military intelligence veteran, Che Kwong Ann. Doppelganger? B.D. Wong. If you've so. seen his photo, <laughs> yes, a is. little B.D. Wong there. But yes. not to make light of anything, I no, just sure. thought, whoa. A little Cobra Kai shout out as well. Uh, just a little. Our karate kid. Yeah, whatever. He's, he's fantastic. But. Apparently, Young and Che were in a dispute about their divorce and finances when things took a dark turn. And Sal, I just have to say, this is truly, as we were just discussing, horrifying. Yeah, because the thought always comes to mind is, why not just split up? Why not just leave each other? If you're a man and you wish horrible things on your spouse or partner, leave. Just run out of town, you know? I can't believe it, it has to get to this level. I know. And you, like you said, it could happen. Well, unfortunately, these types of domestic situations happen far more often than they should. And they're the scariest things. You're sleeping with the enemy. Also a fun little horror movie because it's so realistic. Was that Julia in Roberts? In a lot of ways. Julia Roberts, okay. yeah. I, I got to see that. Good one. But here's what happened. And this is when the details get horrific. Now, we've covered some crimes that go to this level and then some. So, well, well, we'll get there. Now, after being duct taped, Young, the female in this situation, somehow managed to call 911 on her Apple Watch when Che left the bedroom. And Sal, did you hear the harrowing 911 call? Apparently it was like seven minutes long, but at least there's one minute you could hear on YouTube. And it's like her muffled screams. But did you hear it? It was horrific, Jason. I'm telling you, it almost brought me to tears. I mean, just talking about it, really, I'm almost in tears. It was so horrible. 
because you're hearing the muffled sound mm-hmm. of a person duct taped calling the 911 operator, and it is real. And it is true horror. It is really Yeah, the dispatcher perfect. really couldn't understand what was going on. You know, is this a crank call? Is this all we hear is muffles and screams? And then you're like, uh, there's obviously a problem. we got to get to the bottom of this. So the dispatcher could not understand Young because she was gagged. And she did send help, obviously picking up on the clues. She did send help and apparently stayed on the call with her. However, by the time police arrived, Young had been abducted and Che had broken her Apple Watch. Realizing what's going on, probably could see like there's someone on the call. The dispatcher might have been talking to her and you, you don't have an Apple Watch. But if my phone was close enough by, I could take the call on my Apple Watch and I would hear audio on it. So Che probably hears the dispatcher mm. responding. Yeah breaks the Apple Watch, thus ending the call and any location tracking. But she did call police, but it's like, boom, now it's an abduction. They're leaving, cops are coming. And Sal, this is a plot twist in a real-life horror movie. Yeah, absolutely horrible. Jason, regarding the Apple Watches, um, how close does your phone have to be to your Apple Watch to communicate? Because your phone has to be nearby, as you said. I don't mean nearby in the same room. As long as it can like pick up on it, like Bluetooth, as long as it's in proximity. Like you know, We get a pretty big house here. It could be on a different floor. But I mean, just super far out of range, it wouldn't work. Wait a second. It's a Bluetooth connection? I believe so. Okay. So my experience with Bluetooth connection is if you're lucky, it's about 20 feet. So your phone has to be in about 20 feet from you. I found whenever I've dealt with Bluetooth speakers, little things, anything Bluetooth, headphones, I found that there's a certain distance. I've gone a little farther than 20 feet have with you? some things. But yeah, but but yeah, it's tough to go like too far away. You're, it's going to cut out. That means that her now, phone was nearby then. I'm surprised you didn't see that. There could be some that pick up further than that, right? There could be. I'm just going, my experience, there's new watches coming out all the time. There's a new phone on the market every time. I don't buy the new model every time. I usually wait a couple of years, if not two and a half. So... Yeah, don't quote me on that, but I know they connect, and I've been at the gym before. My my phone was in a bag somewhere else, not too far from me. And I was like, oh, I'll do this. Now, it looks a little Dick Tracy, a little silly, only in the in the littlest moments, more or less just to say, like, hey, I'll call you right back sure. if it's important. That's kind of the call, right? Yeah. It's not like a real call. You're that annoying guy at the gym. But anyway, thank God her phone is close enough by this call is happening, and To tell you just how close Young was to being saved, video from a neighbor's surveillance camera captured Che's minivan, like I just mentioned, passing the police SUV as they were approaching. So moments from this going to the level it went to. Now, the address was known to the authorities as one with a previous history of domestic violence, Sal, as we were just talking about. This has happened so many times, Jason. So many times, by the time something horrific happens, mm-hmm. they've had multiple calls to that residence. Yeah. We've seen this before. In the cases uh, also of uh, assaults on children. Yeah. We've exactly. seen this before. Yeah. Yeah. And records show that Young had a no contact order against Jay, which turned out to be rescinded by the courts. Now, Sal, unfortunately, you know, these things are repeat offenders. 
And like you just mentioned, and there really is no protection without 24-hour security. You know, the courts say, stay away. Okay. If they show up, they call. I've seen so many movies like this. And unfortunately, if I read the newspapers or anything online every day, I could probably find domestic violence. Yeah. But these gruesome levels... Um, there really is no protection unless someone goes in the witness protection program or skips town and really just makes a cutoff in their life and moves on. If they're around someone who's deranged, it's scary, man. Yeah, somebody who's absolutely deranged and, and is on a mission to be near you or hurt you, that piece of paper from the court, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, that means nothing to them. Now, another layer to the story is that Young and Che have two children, ages 20 and 11 and they returned home while the officers were still on the scene. They had received an emergency notification that Young's Apple Watch had dialed 911. Now, I do like this, Sal. I like that smart technology can alert family members when such thing occurs, because obviously 911 calls not your random every day, like, eh, whatever. It's a big deal, and it alerts certain people. I didn't even know it did that, and that's really great. However, they're coming home. They don't know anything, and here's cops no parents. Because at this point in time, it's around 1 p.m., Young and Che have seemingly vanished. You know, Jason, I don't know how it is today. This is showing us that it's different now. But in cell phone technology, up until the, uh, recent history, when you would dial 911 on your cell phone, you would reach the highway patrol because they didn't know right. where you were. And then you'd have to try to communicate with them. And then mm -hmm. I guess they'd have to try to find the nearest towers or whatever. But the point is, when you call 911 on a cell phone, they didn't know where you were. So it seems like here, when you call 911 on your Apple or Apple Watch, yeah. they may have some sort of idea of where you are. Well, that's what I'm led to believe. There's no way that Young told her the address being gagged. There's no way. So I, it obviously pinpointed her her address. I mean, technology's come a long way, and I don't keep up with the 911, but I'm only making that assumption. And Apple probably makes it easier to send that information. I think that's fantastic, because this was one of my reasons why I would tell people, don't cut off your landline. Whenever people would say to me randomly, oh, I'm going to cut off my landline, right. I would say, do not cut your landline, because that's your only connection to emergency services, directly connected. Otherwise, you call on your cell phone, they don't know where you are. So yeah, it seems like they've updated. I think yeah. that's fantastic. Not a bad idea to keep the landline when your cell towers all go down, because that landline's still going to work. So although I have read that the newer iPhones are doing satellite, so you could be in the middle of nowhere and get that call out. And I think that's fantastic. And that's a reason for me to upgrade. You're in the middle of nowhere. You're in between things. It could be a bad situation or not, but you can still use your phone. So satellite. Great, yeah. yeah, I love I'm Jason, you probably know by now I'm big on safety. I love safety. Yeah. I like taking precautions. Even yeah. if you're going to take risk, I like to take Risks with, with you, precautions, man. you know. And I like technology. Yeah. So back to the crime. At 12.51 a.m., nearly 12 hours later, Young arrived at a stranger's home, pounding frantically on the door. Apparently, she had just trekked 20 to 30 minutes through the woods. She had extensive bruising on her legs, arms, and head and was covered in dirt and still had duct tape around her neck, lower face, and ankles. So this is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, and imagine being awakened at yeah. midnight by somebody knocking on your door, right? She didn't know this person, stranger's house. Some stranger knocks on your door uh, just after midnight. 
I'm calling the cops while they're on the door. Yeah. If, they, if they need help, we're gonna, the cops are going to come and we'll work this out. That's well, I know, too freaky for me. I know you. You probably saw them coming on your ring camera. Probably I got them. Yeah. yeah. But I would be freaked out to see this person in distress. Like, if I let them in, who's chasing them? Is this sure. some sort of ploy? But mm. thank God they did let Young in and the police were called. And despite Young being in, as you can imagine, extreme distress and a state of trauma, she was able to show them where she had been buried alive. The grave was six feet long, three feet wide, and 19 inches deep, and contained duct tape, strands of Young's hair, and the broken frame of her Apple Watch. And Sal, if that wasn't enough, she shared the fact that Che had stabbed her breast with a sharp object when he heard her digging in the dirt attempting to breathe this is so horrible do we know how she got out i mean she's literally been buried alive do we know how we don't know how she got out of there he eventually walked away she was still and she moved just enough with dirt on her attempting to breathe and just i think he waited long enough didn't hear anything didn't do anything further and took off, and she was able to get out of there. Because it wasn't like packed down dirty, didn't put anything heavy on top of it. I mean, those are the only details I had, but she had the strength. I mean, she's gagged, she's duct taped, she's been stabbed. This is 12 hours later. I doubt she's had any water, any food, anything. She doesn't know where she is. She's disoriented. Incredible for her to have the strength and the wherewithal to get out of this grave and get to safety. It's unfathomable. Yeah, this woman is at this point is a hero. A hero. And an example of perseverance. I mean, geez, if somebody buried me alive, I mean, I don't know. At what point do you just give up and, you know, just well, kind of go into the great abyss? Out? You know? Yeah, he could have knocked out. Like, thank God he was sloppy in some of his things. Thank God, right? I mean, it's horrible. I mean, he, he knocked her out or keeps stabbing her or something, yeah. you know, game over. Yeah. But she made it out. And around 8 p.m. that evening, Che was arrested after police received a call about a suspicious vehicle located a few miles away on the Chehillis Western Trail. Now, I don't know where that is in the state of Washington, but maybe it's nearby where he took her to bury her. I, I don't know. They didn't get into specifics. Now, Che Kwong An now faces charges of attempted first-degree murder, first-degree kidnapping, first-degree assault, and felony harassment, threat to kill, all of which include a domestic violence enhancement. Now, Sal, we can only hope that Che is found guilty and then young Sook Ann and her children can recover from this gruesome event. I can't imagine him not being put away. There has to be enough evidence here. And God knows what's going on with him. He could probably plead insanity or something, but I don't know. Because if he's not, Sal, what's going to stop him from really going after her? No, you know what, though? In an instance like this, even if they give him 20, 30 years, even if they give him, let's say they give him 40 years, let's say, mm -hmm. eh, 10 to 20, he'll be eligible for parole. And unfortunately, the family is stuck going to those parole hearings for the rest of their lives. Yeah. You know, because that person is always essentially a threat. Always a threat. Yeah. Any person that is online sees this, but especially you and I that follow true crime, is you see these people getting out on parole, and there they are, yep. walking around near us, you know? So, no, this guy should not be on the streets 
ever again. No, let's hope not. And I'm sure this is an opportunity for you know them to move, not disclose certain information. Now, this also brings kids into play. Now, they're at, one of them's an adult, 20, the one's 11, and they've essentially lost their father for all intents and purposes. Now, you know, that that's a little bit murky because maybe they'll give them another chance, but a bad, bad situation. But thank goodness Young Sook Ann survived this, and she's going to need help, some sort of therapy. I can't imagine the nightmares that would ensue. But uh, she's a very strong individual, and I'm just when I read it and I was going through this crime, I'm just horrified. But for her to survive, at least there's that. At least there's that silver lining, that that great ending to this tragic, tragic tale. But uh, and I wanted to cover it here, and uh, thank you for joining me on that journey. Thank you, Jason. Yes, I'm very impressed by Young Sook Ann. She is badass, and yes. I really mean that. Very impressed with her. I wish her the best, and yeah, I hope that her. Wait, were they married at the time? Yeah. I'm assuming there's a divorce, divorce, right? Is is that assumed? That's grounds. Yeah, Yeah, that is grounds for divorce. I hope, man, I hope you're okay, Young, and I hope that your family's okay, and I hope that your ex does not touch the streets again. And maybe we'll keep an eye on this and see what happens to him through the court system, hoping for uh, lots of time. But that covers the true crime story of Woman Calls 911 with Apple Watch Before Being Buried Alive in 2022. And we'll be back with more crimes without bigger bricks. That I promise you, fans. I'm done moving. Jason, this is also a great commercial for Apple. I tell you, I'm a, I was an <laughs> Apple user for 10 years. Then I went to Android the last five years. Now I'm Coming on the back. fence. Come I, back. I may go back. This is a fantastic commercial for Apple. It really is. Absolutely. So unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code That's a Crime at manscaped.com. So thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to the That's a Crime podcast as well as the That's a Crime YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five star rating on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Send us a direct message or post a comment on any That's a Crime social media platform. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com.